This is the Sticks and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Jen Piacenti. Welcome to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name is Sean Drotar, your host. You can follow me on Twitter, SDrotar, if you'd like. Of course, here we are in late September. The pennant races are heating up. The wild card races are heating up. Some teams have even been eliminated. They have that dreaded E next to their uh, team name on the old standings page. So bringing in now our baseball expert, Jennifer Piacenti. You can follow her on Twitter at Jen Piacenti. That's P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I. To break it all down for us, Jen, where would you like to start? Let's start with the Yankees and the Rangers today. Okay, obviously, we know the Yankees are in a, uh, a pretty good shape. It took them a while to get moving, but here they are in that uh, wild card chase. But what a mess in the AL East, of course. The Red Sox, Blue Jays, Yankees all separated by one and a half games, but all of them way behind the Tampa Bay Rays. We'll get to them later. The Texas Rangers, one of those teams with that E next to their name, 55 and 95. So on the surface, at least, This looks pretty one-sided. It does look pretty one-sided. And you know what? It sort of is, uh, though (laughs) I have to say that neither of these two teams are actually tearing it up right now. Now, Texas has only scored 63 runs since September 1st. The Yankees have actually only scored 74. Four. But of course, I do favor the Yankees here. They are the better team. Um, Texas is batting only 232 versus lefties, and the Yankees will have Jordan Montgomery on the mound. Now, last time Jordan Montgomery was out, he struck out 12 Orioles. So Jordan Montgomery looked good last time out. Of course, the Orioles aren't exactly a juggernaut either, but 12 is a lot of guys to strike out at the major league level. Now, on the Rangers side, they have Dane Dunning on the bump. But Dunning has only recently returned from the IR. We don't know how long he's going to go. Last outing, he only went two innings. My guess is this is going to be a bullpen game again. Maybe Dane Dunning will go three, four. Maybe he'll get to five, but probably a bullpen game. Overall, when it comes down to it, I just feel like there's not going to be a lot of runs scored in this game. Both bullpens are pretty good. Um, So I'm actually taking the under here. Now, here's where going line shopping really matters. I was kind of feeling the under here, so I looked around a few different places. Over on BetMGM, the over-under is for a run total of eight. But over on SI Sportsbook, it's eight and a half. And I like having that extra run of cushion. I feel much more comfortable with the under at eight and a half on SI Sportsbook. That's what I'm taking. I'm also going to go ahead and take a a shot on the Jordan Montgomery strikeout prop. I'm going to take him for over five and a half strikeouts versus the Texas Rangers tonight. Yeah, I love the the Montgomery strikeout prop. I think that's absolutely on track. The Yankees at home, 43 and 33. But the interesting thing about this Yankees team, this is not a danger for them tonight. But keep in mind, here and there, as a team, all year, they're still only batting 236. Now, they have an immense amount of power up and down the lineup, so you can always pick any of those players in there. You know, you want you want Aaron Judge, okay. You want Joey Gallo, you want Anthony Rizzo, uh, whatever. All of them can launch at any point in time. But at the same time, this is a team that really actually is not a very good hitting team, and that's at times what's tripping them up. So I don't think it's going to affect them tonight, like you said, but it is a pretty good reason to take the under because obviously this team does not really hit uh, all that well for batting average. Now, when it comes to Texas, yeah, here's why you take the under. The whole team's slugging 373. 
Yikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, is, that is almost unbelievably low. It's an awful, awful team. And just in the last 10 games, outscored by 33 runs. You want a little bit more? Yeah, the Yankees lead the season series 4-1. to one, and This is the last two of the whole deal. So, yeah, trying to find those uh, little alternatives for a, a game that appears one-sided can sometimes be a little tricky. And I like the suggestion you made also about line shopping. That really does make a difference from here to there because just like anything else, uh, the, the books compete with each other. And so yeah. it's going to have a way. And that's, by the way, good for you, the consumer. So go ahead and, and give it a look at times. And uh, you found the one at SI Sportsbook today. So I'm with you. I like the extra half run. Even when I'm doing an, an over-under, anything, I like the half run. I just, ugh, concept of a push. Yuck. Absolutely. <laughs> Love right. it. Nuts. So let's go to our next game. We talked about Tampa. We said we were going to get there. Well, let's get there. Obviously, uh, one of the very best teams in baseball, Tampa, 93 and 58. They are spectacular at home. 20 games over 500 at home. But they take out a Blue Jays team that has a winning record on the road. Obviously, they're second place in the AL East and have maybe the best percentage chance at getting one of those wild cards. So this is an interesting game. You have two pitchers with winning records. Manoa takes the hill for the Blue Jays, Drew Rasmussen for the Rays. Rasmussen, of course, still pretty new. Neither of these guys have hit 100 innings on the year, and sometimes that makes them a little bit unpredictable. So what do you see happening in this one? Well, I am going to take the underdogs here, and that would be the Toronto Blue Jays because they are plus 100, and there's a lot of reasons why. Yes, over the season, the Rays have been the better team, but the Jays are surging right now in no small part to Vlad Guerrero Jr. surging in the the AL MVP voting as well. Now, listen, last time out, which was just last week, we saw both these pitchers do really, really well. Manoa struck out 10 and went eight scoreless versus the same Rays team last Monday, and then Rasmussen last week went five scoreless last Tuesday versus the Jays. So, you know, they both look like they're going to have strong starting pitchers, good starts from their guys, and Manoa could go deep, which is exciting. Uh, Now, the Rays are batting only 239 on the season versus righties, while the Jays are batting 266. Now, here's what's really interesting. Since September 1st, the Jays have outscored the Rays 138 to 92. In fact, the Jays lead the league. Uh, Next to them is the Houston Astros, which we'll talk about in the next game, in runs scored since September 1st. So they are on fire right now. Both bullpens have about the same ERA. They're literally neck and neck. So if I can get plus money, I'm feeling the surge of the Jays right now. The Rays just don't have as much to play for. And this is a, a season series that has gone about the way you expect. Tampa Bay leads it, but not by a lot, 10 to 7 on the season thus far. And you are right when you talk about the Blue Jays being hot. They are silly hot. Not only in their last 10 are they batting 291, but when you look at the Rays, who have been batting 218 in that span, they've still gone 5 and 5 because they're an outstanding team. But over the last 10 games, the Blue Jays have outscored their opponents opponents by 33 runs and the Rays have outscored their opponents in the last 10 by one. So the power that the Blue Jays have, as well as the batting average, because we know about Guerrero, you talk about guys like Teoscar Hernandez, Bo Bichette, uh, a lot of power and explosiveness up and down that lineup. But unlike the Yankees, this team has also been hitting for 
average. So when you get the bat on the ball more often, well, then you have seasons like Vladimir Guerrero's having, hitting 320 with 46 homers and 105 RBI and would probably be the favorite for MVP voting if it wasn't for that uh, Shohei Otani guy, you know, the pitcher <laughs> that hits home runs and, and, and all of that. Uh, losing team or no, it looks like Otani's probably going to be that MVP for obvious reasons. But in a normal situation, uh, Vladimir Guerrero might be running away with it. So that's going to be uh, that's a national game that's on ESPN tonight as well. It should be. That's going to be an entertaining one. So the other thing that's always fun, admittedly, it's, you know, it's low hanging fruit, Jen, but I, I sometimes do like placing a couple bets on the game I can watch. Absolutely. If it's a game you can watch, it's a lot more fun. And we're doing this to engage. We're doing this to have fun. We're not doing this to, you know, create our nest egg. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Please don't do that. (laughs) Even people who are really good at don't do that. That's a bad idea. But the uh, but yeah, that's the whole catch. You're doing it to have a little bit of fun. And that's uh, it does mean when it's on it's on the national games and I can catch it. It's even more fun as well. So we have uh, one more game for you with uh, one contender and one. Well, on the periphery, but like I said, they uh, well, they, they have that have that MVP guy. We'll talk about the Astros and the Angels next. Welcome back to Sticks and Stacks. I'm Sean Drotar, Jen Piacenti. Our baseball expert is with me. And now for our last game, we go to Los Angeles, where the Angels, a team that is six games under 500, but 500 at home, this is a team that that there is no doubt. They would be much better if it wasn't for the injuries that have absolutely ravaged that team. But doesn't really matter. No one's going to feel sorry for them. That's baseball. And the Houston Astros, a 89-win team at this point, don't expect to give them any mercy. No, and they won't. Houston should win this game. Here's an interesting stat. Since September 1st, Houston has scored 107 runs. Los Angeles Angels have scored the league worst, 52. That means Ugh. Houston has literally more than doubled the amount of offense that the Angels have shown. It has really hurt that they've lost uh, Mike Trout. There's no question about it. Now, normally the thing about the Los Angeles Angels is they are a really good contact team. Well, no more. Again, since September 1st, they have the sixth highest strikeout rate, 25%. That is not like this team at all. Now, on this, uh, on the bump for the Astros, we have Jose Urquidy tonight. Now, Urquidy is really good at limiting runs, but he is not a high strikeout pitcher. However, due to how much the Angels are striking out. I'm willing to take the over on the Orkiti strikeout prop of five and a half. So we're looking for six strikeouts. Orkiti struck out six Texas Rangers last time out, went six innings strong. So I am going to take the over on the strikeout prop here. I'm also going to take the Astros to win this game, though you're not going to get a lot of uh, return on that because they are so heavily favored. Yeah, but that is one of those bets. I, I also like that uh, strikeout as well. Remember, by the way, the injuries that they even go deeper than Mike Trout, you know, over oh, the course yeah. of the season, they have Anthony Radone and, and Dexter Feller, and Justin Upton, Joe Adele. Uh, they're just devastated. And it shows last 10 games, batting only 216. Like you said, uh, I mean, the, the number of runs they've scored, it's the 21st of September. I mean, that's just awful. So this is one of those situations where it is one-sided. But those are the ones where I find a, a lot of the places that do maybe same-game parlays, the idea where maybe I can 
I could pick the the Strohs and put the Urquidy line in there. You can do that, and that's a good way to get yourself into plus at times. Uh, maybe because they're favored so much, you might have to pick a little something else uh, on top of that, like maybe, you know, Jose Altuve in a base or, or, or something. But there are different ways to, to put all that together. The Angels, of course, as, as we look at it, this is a team that I think, Jen, you kind of hit on it. I think they're finally just broken. And I think this is a team, they're 17 out of the West. They're 12 out of the last wildcard spot. They're devastated by injuries. They know they're not going anywhere. And it's just human nature to kind of ease off the gas a little bit. And I think that's kind of happening with the Angels right now. So, yeah, the Astros, uh, e- even obviously as heavily favored as they are, uh, that's that's one of the ones that, honestly, even with that uh, minus 200, which I never touch, I- I'd even think about touching it because it feels almost like a layup at this stage. It does feel like a layup, unfortunately, for the Angels. You know, as you said, they have been ravaged by injuries, but it will be great when they get everybody back. Of course, Justin Upton wasn't doing a lot for batting average. Uh, neither was Joe Adele. I, I, I just they need to just kind of restructure. They have Shohei Otani, who is uh, fantastic on every level. And it's such a bummer that they have all these stars and they can't. Uh, really have a winning season. No. I really feel like they should be ahead of the A's with the talent they have um, and neck and neck with the Astros, but it just never works out that way. Nope. Good team, too many injuries, and that's what happens. Well, let's recap real quick the ones that we looked at and, and your, like your favorite bet from that particular one. Let's start with the Rangers at the Yankees. All right, Rangers and Yankees, I'm taking uh, the under here at SI Sportsbook so that the total can go all the way to eight and doesn't have to just land at seven for you to win. Uh, So the under on of eight and a half runs on SI Sportsbook, I'm also looking at a Jordan Montgomery strikeout prop for over five and a half. Yeah, big difference there with that half run when you think about it. You know, mm-hmm. that, that seven or eight, that's a, it's a big difference mm-hmm. in a game. That line shopping you suggested, pretty good idea. Uh, the Blue Jays take on the Rays in what might be baseball's most entertaining game tonight. Absolutely. I like the Jays here is the underdogs at plus 100. They have been batting two. 66 on the season versus righties versus the Rays batting only 239 and they have outscored the Jays since September 1st 138 to 92 I am going Jays to win this on the money line plus 100 certainly they have a lot of incentive to do so it is really tight in that AL East one and a half games separate the number two three and four teams the Blue Jays the Yankees and the Red Sox our final matchup the Astros at the Angels I will take the Astros to win. Um, I will even take them on the run line so that you can get better odds. So, you know, minus one and a half, you get a pay of minus 133. So if the Astros beat the Angels by at least two, you get better odds than just taking them straight up money line, which is minus 213. So I'll take the Astros on the run line. I will also take a Jose Urquidy strikeout prop for over five and a half strikeouts tonight. I like it. Remember, Packy Naughton, who's the scheduled starter for the Angels, uh, not only has pitched only 16 innings on the year, but in those 16 innings, he struck out 11, but also walked eight. So a perfect matchup tonight for the Astros. Well, that'll do it for us today on Sticks and Stacks, but we'll be with you later this week. That's what we do. If you're the first time listening to this, we'll welcome aboard. Feel free to subscribe at wherever you end up getting your podcasts, and make sure you follow Jen on Twitter at Jen Piacenti. That's P-I-A-C-E-N-T. I, if you want to follow me, that's S-D-R-O-T-A-R, S-D-R-O-T-A-R. Thanks for listening to Sticks and Stacks. For Jed Piacenti, I'm Sean Drotar, and we'll catch you later this week on the Sawdust Podcast Network.